I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The Deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah! All right, Slee. There's uh, Dodgers going on right now. There's bad news on the Dodger front. They just fell behind by a run. O'Neal hit a home run for the Cards. 2-1, two two bottom one. five. Bottom five. Still mm-hmm. some runway left. Yeah, they're, yeah. they're okay. They, they, uh, Tony Gonsolin pitched pretty well for the Dodgers. Gave up one run. Only pitched three, three innings. innings. Yeah. 58 pitches along the way. Not super efficient, which has kind of been the story for him for most of the year. Steven Souza Jr. is in left field. He just banged into the wall. So... We'll get to that in a second, because yeah. can I be honest with you? Mm-hmm. I'm not quite ready to discuss it. It's, it's going to make my blood boil all over again, but we'll, we'll get to it in a couple of minutes. But somebody wants to correct me, and I'm, we're, we're here. We're nothing, Al, if not bears for accuracy. So whenever somebody says I got something wrong, we need to fix it. Remember I told you you spent an hour and a half with your journalistic integrity just uh-huh. trying to figure out talking to your uh, sources. Yes. You didn't. Do, you did not do this with Gilligan's Island. <laughs> Apparently not. Let's go to Ventura and John. John, what's going on? How's it going, Trev? Hey. I, just, I just wanted to call that in. That was my lifetime show I ever watched. And it always ended. The song always it, it went with Marianne being the last person. It would say, Professor and Marianne here on Gilligan's Isle. Right. But it did say all the characters. Not at the very beginning. No, John, I do not mean to be confrontational, but you are definitively wrong, my friend. At the very first couple of seasons, it did not list them. It wasn't until it went into color later where they added the professor and Marianne. It was and the rest for at least the first season. Okay, that might be correct. I just Googled it right now and listened to the whole song, and they, they, they had it in the song. Oh, no, it was in the song, but this is what I mean. So I appreciate the phone call, John. Of course, this goes back to I, our— I don't know if John is—I don't know if you just bullied him right there because of your confidence level well, or— uh, The reason I have my confidence is I know I'm right. You went at him very strong in a very respectful yeah. way. Yeah, and well, it, I'm right. I rem- I've, there are Now you're I, bullying me. I have a really weird memory. If you ask me what I did Certain yesterday, things you remember? From a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like, things from when I was eight till I was about 14, I think I remember everything that's ever happened to me. Really? That's but, very but, random. But since then, I have, I don't know, my kids are around, over there somewhere. The, the, the rest of it's all kind of confusing to me. All right, Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. That's me comparing Kyle Kuzma to Marianne from Sure, Dis- no, it's a perfect comp. From and Gilligan's Kuz Island. would know exactly It's why comp. you need to get her earlier. Mm-hmm. It's why you need to get her earlier. Mm-hmm. If you miss the 11 o'clock hour, you miss nuggets like that, so you want to make sure that you're here. Here's what I don't get. You ready? Because I'm going to get mad all over again. You're going to just sit there? You're going to egg me on, or what are we going to do? No, I think you should let off your chest. Cody Bellinger's hitting fifth today. Mm-hmm. Cody Bellinger's batting one, five. Who's nine. more pissed, you or Berg? I think it's a tie. It's a tie. It's a tie. Because you said you did during one of the breaks go into his office. Yeah, I didn't. Even, I couldn't even get into his mm-hmm. office before he said, "Did you see what happened?" <laughs> yes, I saw. I saw because what happened awesome. is Cody Bellinger mm-hmm. and his. Let me say it again, very carefully. One. 59 batting average. It's not had a hit in September. 0 for September, yes. Mm-hmm. Is batting fifth 
And he came up to bat earlier in this game with the bases loaded and two outs and made another out. We know he made an out because you just said it. He hasn't had a hit in the entire month of September. Here's my question, Al. Why? What in the world is going on with the Dodgers where today they don't have Corey Seager in the lineup? Yeah. They don't have Chris Taylor in the lineup. Will Smith's not in there. They don't have Will Smith in the lineup. Mm -hmm. And yet Cody Bellinger and the 159 batting average is batting fifth. I get it. It's at a weird time of the year. You need to get guys rested. The Dodgers are going to be in the playoffs. It's not like you're, you're, it's life or death. But what in the world are we doing? Down two to the Giants. Two games back with 22 to play. We're taking a third of our offense off the field, yet Cody Bellinger stays on. Well, I, actually, you can't downplay it when you say it's not life or death. In a sense, for the Dodgers' chances of winning the division, each one of these games is everything. You're down 2-1 right now, starting the the sixth inning. Giants don't play today, but if you lose this afternoon, you're three games back in the loss column. You can't face them anymore. There is no, you know, opportunities obviously against specifically against the uh, against the Giants. So I, I don't think you're shortchanging this. You know, we 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 said this earlier that if they're in the wild card, um, will they be favored to win that game? Of course they will. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way. How many different games will use Sunday as an example? Giants were in a bullpen game. Walker Bueller was on the mound. Dodgers lost that game. It happens. This is not out of the ordinary to lose a game. So in a sense, when you say it's not life or death, I get it. But you're if you're three back in the lost column with 21 left to go, you don't get to play the Giants anymore. Each one of these games becomes more and more critical, more and more magnified. You, you said it yesterday that I look for reasons to get frustrated with Dave Roberts. I don't have to look real hard, Al, to look at the lineup and see Cody Ballinger penciled in in the fifth spot. That's not me going through with a fine-tooth comb trying to find a reason, hey, why why can I make Cody Ballinger look bad today? I don't have to look hard. It's right there in front of you. 159. Is this – we didn't plan this timing out, but is Belly coming up right now? Uh, Yeah, we've got to be getting close. No, I think he's up. There he is. There he is. Well, we'll see. Look. Turner just flew out. I am 160, by the way, is average. Uh, so just I, I rounded down. I guess. can I tell you something? 159 is a lot different than 160. Is it? It's a is big it? difference in that. Still getting on. Put some respect on his name. Time. Look, I'd love for him to pop one right here and eat a giant steaming pile of crow. Yep. I would tie love, the game at two apiece. I would sure. love to do it. I, I just this is this is not just about today. This is about but this is a Dave Dodgers. Roberts thing to you. It's not a Bellinger yes. thing. Yes. Yeah. This is about the Dodgers moving forward. These decisions that make you go, huh? If this were the middle of May and Corey Seager needs a day off because he's had a little bit of an injury, okay, cool, whatever. You got 100 games left. Mm-hmm. You got 22 left. You're in the post game today, after the game. Let's say Dodgers lose this game 2 1. What's your first question to Dave? Did everybody have to have a day off today? Is Corey Seager not right? Can he not play? Can Will Smith not catch today? I, I get it. Sir, you, you got, get one question. No, that's my my one question is multiple questions. It's not a segment with Dave Roberts where okay. you just Let me rant. Think of a better question. What's up with you? Is that a good question? What's your deal? And there's his final question that, with that, that, that's, the Dodgers public relations. That was that was Pete Carroll's question to Jim Harbaugh when they were at SC and Stanford, and Jim Harbaugh said to or Pete Carroll said to him, What's your deal, dude? That's so That's great. Right. Let's try a quick phone call here. Irvine and Nick. Nick, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Nick? Guys, when you talk sports, I really enjoy the show. Thank you. Um, Felt backhanded. The reason he's batting fifth is because he's trying to start the engine. When you have a proven entity, which he basically is, 
uh, former MVP. Uh, last year, even in the playoffs, he was struggling, but he came through. You have to get him started. So we put him at the bottom of the lineup. It doesn't work. Put him at the five hole, and he's going to see a lot more fastballs. He's going to be on with a lot more guys on base. And he's trying to get him started because here's what's going to happen, especially uh, if they make it to the World Series and there's a DH. Albert Pujols is making a case. He's got to be in the lineup. So to, in order to do that, he's really got to do everything he can. That's why the guy's batting fifth right now, because if he can start seeing the ball and, and hitting doubles up the middle, then we know we got something. And the Dodgers are not going to lose this way if Bellinger doesn't get another hit anyway. All right, there you go. Trav, what more do you want? You got it. Nick just kind of delivered for you. You know, you're sometimes you're quiet because you have – just found the light and you are now in a position where there's nothing left for you to say because Nick just pretty much answered every question that you had any response Cody Bellinger why do you look like you have a migraine why do you have why do you look like you have a migraine because I do I'm angry Cody Bellinger hit 239 last year he had a war of 1.4 it's garbage Mm -hmm. that was last year he's been garbager you would would take last year's numbers all over he has a he has a war he just struck out by the way Nick Cody Bellinger has a war this year of negative 1.6. Let me just put this in terms that people can grasp. For maybe you're not in the advanced metrics, war wins above replacement. It means how many wins are you individually giving your team based on what you bring to the table? Okay, a really extraordinary player like Mike Trout has some, you know, nines and tens, really extraordinary. Mm-hmm. His is negative 1.6. That can't be do, good. Do you know what that means? That means the Dodgers are losing a game and a half because he's on the team. Okay, losing. He, I mentioned it last year, 239, terrible. This year, now he's at 159. He now just he's at 159. Out. Yeah, okay. he's got to be at 159. Negative 1.6 war. He's had 280 at-bats, Nick. I, I, I like what you're saying, Nick. I like the idea of, hey, let's. he's an important player. He was an important player. He's an important player in the sense of defensive replacement. He's a very good center fielder. Fact of the, matter, this is, the argument that Nick was making is the cardiologist just killed 10 patients in a row, but we're going to give him one more to see if he can get it right this time because, you know what, he's going to need to fix somebody important down the line. Give him another body. I'm, no, I'm done watching Cody kill the patient. I'm done, I'm done watching him absolutely destroy this Dodger lineup. It's just it, they, they, they get, if anything, Dave has been over backwards to give this man an opportunity. No, he's done his job. He's given him plenty of opportunities. By the way, they do have one run through six innings. Yeah, Bottom of the six is coming up. Uh, when I go back to this and I kind of say this, that it, it's not just on Cody Bellinger, even though he's been awful. We played some sound a little bit earlier. Max Muncy saying we could be a lot better. Uh, but obviously that's the glaring one. There is some good news, by the way. There is. Clayton Kershaw is good news, and he is our stat hero hero of the day. He has not pitched since July 3rd, Al, but he's scheduled to be in the rotation on Monday against the Arizona Diamondbacks, and that is very good news because looking at this, this looks like they're going to have to win with some pitching rather than slugging a bunch of home runs. If they could find a way to get back in this game, if they can't, that puts them three games back in the loss column against the Giants, three games set over the weekend against the uh, San Diego Padres. I think we mentioned this. Urias, Bueller, Scherzer will be your three, and then on Monday, Clayton Kershaw. 
Stat Hero is the exclusive daily fantasy app partner of Travis and Slee. Stat Hero is the first ever daily fantasy sports book that gives the player the advantage. Go to stathero.com slash 710 ESPN for 300% back on your first play. I won my baseball game last night. Yeah. I used A's and White Sox to win that game, and I'm all set up for my football contest. I was going to say the best tonight. part. Now we got football starting tonight, so we can do it as well. You want to hear Hero. my lineup for tonight? Yeah, what do you got? I've got the following guys. I went Rams heavy for the weekend. What a shocker. I've got Cooper Cup. I've got Robert Woods. And then I threw in a Raider. I've got Hunter Renfro as my third guy. Is it wrong to do this? Do you ever do this at all? I should have probably took Keenan Allen in my draft because because he's a Charger. I was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Can nah, I I'm play good. against you? <laughs> I like that you're I don't need Keenan. Yeah, he's pretty good, Slee. Yeah, he's he's good. pretty good. Let's go to Santa Clarita and Tony. Tony, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up, Tony? You know, the worst thing is, is that Cody Bellinger is probably going to make $20 million next year because he's up for arbitration, and they said that's like the going rate for his, his uh, position and statistics or whatever, and he's untradeable. They can't do anything. They're going to have to pay them unless I don't know what else they could do. But the Dodgers have a player in Oklahoma City they got for Stripling from Toronto, uh-huh. and he's just as good as Bellinger was when Bellinger was in AAA. So I think this is – I forgot the guy's name, but – okay. So there's, there's, over there. there's a couple of things here, Tony, and thank you for the call. He's calling us on the Dr. Pepper uh, hotline. Now, it's arbitration. They, they don't have to pay him anything. They can make an offer. He can make an offer, and an arbiter decides between the two. You can negotiate. There's not an arbiter in the world that's going to give Cody Bellinger $20 million sure, dollars sure. on the heels of this season, on the heels of the previous season. As far as can they get out from under – Cody Bellinger has trade value. I guarantee you there's somebody out there that would take him. Now, what you get back, that's a different conversation that his value now is far less than it was a year ago or two years ago, but they're not stuck with him. This isn't um, a, a situation – this isn't Mookie Betts, right? M- Mookie Betts just signed, what was it, $390 million 12-year deal with the Dodgers. The Dodgers are, air quotes, stuck with that, right? That's that's happening. That's locked in. Cody Bellinger has – he's two years away from free agency. They're not stuck in anything. 26 years old. Yeah, there would be plenty of teams that would say, hey – we can get Cody Bellinger back, right? I mean, that's not uh, – we were just kind of using this as an example, and this is not a good comp. We were talking about Kuzma. You knew somebody was going to take a risk sure. on Kuzma. Sure. Yeah, we could get – Kuzma can, can become even a better player if he joins our roster and he's not on a, a championship team. Of course teams will take chances on Bellinger. Another one, Slee. Studio City this time. And Noah, Noah, you're on with Travis and Slee. What's up? Hey, guys. Been a while. Good to hear you back. Thanks for uh, tuning in, bud. Uh, this Cody Bellinger situation is becoming ghoulish. I cannot, I am wincing. I can barely watch the TV when he comes up to bat. He should have been sent down a month ago. And you know for a fact that if we are having such a hard time watching this, a team is an organism. Everything that everyone does affects everyone else. And if you don't think all the rest of that team standing in that dugout is watching him and their stomachs aren't turning every time and they're not wondering the same thing. Why hasn't he been sent down to work out whatever the hell is going on? You can't be trying to do that against the best players in the world. Whatever's gone wrong with this guy is not going to get fixed by him getting up and failing and failing and failing. His own psyche at this point is broken into pieces. Oh, my gosh. Noah, you you hit on some really important stuff there. I think that's really good. What what he mentioned right there about the psyche I think is good. The word that I used the other day is Cody is broken. So Noah just just reminds me. He's just 
swinging the bat. He, mm-hmm. There's no approach. There's no methodology to doing what he's doing. When Zero you, confidence. He's probably walking up to the plate already knowing he's going to fail. Watch Max Muncy taking that bat. Watch Mookie Betts taking that bat. They're looking for something. And until they get that something, they're going to wait. Mm-hmm. They're going to make, they're gonna, okay, that's your pitch. You get one. You might get two. I, I, until I get two strikes, I'm going to wait. Cody's up there just hacking mm-hmm. away. As far as working it out and sent down, I, I don't think you need to send him down because he's too good of an outfielder. The Dodgers, more often than not, are going to have leads, right? The Dodgers can put him in center field. They don't have a better center fielder than Cody Bellinger. He's the best one on the team. So get the lead. Put him out there for the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning to go run. Mm. He made a great catch last night. Yeah. A great catch in center field. He has value. He just doesn't have value in the batter's box. That's the part that they well, need to Well, and this out. is, like I said, everything's magnified because every single game you play the rest of the way, uh, he was in a circumstance, what, an hour ago, bases loaded, two outs, did nothing. Another bad day. Mm-hmm. Another just terrible day and a string of terrible days. You got your picks ready, Al? Yeah, I'm ready. You got your picks ready? I got my picks ready. Starfish and Coffee, okay. our listener, is our guest picker, and that's coming up next. It's Travis Inslee, 710 ESPN. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. NFL season starts tonight, Al. Yep. And somebody is going to get to be walking around here with their chest out, feeling mm-hmm. good about themselves. I'm smarter than you. And what feels better than that, really, right? And that will last for about four days, and oh, then week then two starts. Yeah, week two will start. <laughs> and then we do it again. Mm-hmm. So every week we're going to do a confidence pick, right? We're going to pick four games. You pick your fourth means that's the one you like the most, all the way down to one, which is the one you like the least. We're going to use the spread, okay? We're all going to pick the same games, put them in different spots. We'll add it up at the end of the year, Mm -hmm. and there will be a champion. A little bit of a wrinkle. You got your picks. I've got mine. We're going to have a guest category, a listener category as well. So each week, we're going to pick a different guest to come on and pick for the listeners. And if they win, I don't know, maybe we'll sponsor a little party and, for them or something. We'll come up with something. And we'll remind you guys on a weekly basis to hit us up on Twitter to be a part of it. If you want to, obviously, we already got one for uh, week one. Starfish and Coffee is our first listener participation in the picks. Um, do I call you Mr. Coffee? Do I call you Starfish? How do I address you? You can go Starfish and Coffee or just SNF if it works for you. Okay, so, right. Can you give us a little background? What's what's the Give us the reason for the name. Help us out here. Oh, I'm, I'm a big Prince fan. It's a, it's a obscure Prince song. It's a very good one. But if you go back to Sign of the Times, it's, uh, it's on that album. Okay. okay. Done. So Starfish and Coffee is our guest picker. Emily, what's our first game? All right. Our first game is Cowboys versus Bucks. They are playing in Tampa Bay. Tampa is an eight and a half point favorite. Alan, where do you put this? All right, I'm going to go uh, gamble a little bit on this one. Okay. All right. I'm going to take Cowboys. Give me the eight, uh, eight and a half You're points. taking the points in the taking Cowboys. Taking the points in the Cowboys. Okay. All right. And my thought process is this. We saw Tampa last year. Mm-hmm. Kind of took them a little bit of time For to sure. get rolling. They're uh, they're not 
all that worried about week one. They're going to win the game. Well, they cover is going to be the question, so I'll take my chances with the Cowboys. Dak Prescott obviously back. So that will be in the category of points, if I'm doing this correctly, yeah. that will be two for me. You want two. You want Dallas at number two. Dallas at number two. All right, so he gets Dallas at two. All right, Travis, you're up next. I am going to take the Bucks for the exact opposite reason of what you just said. I think that it did take them a while to get going last year, but when we saw them going, mm-hmm. it was going, mm-hmm. right? So eight and a half is a lot. The NFL does not have big spreads like that very often, so I don't love that. So I'm going to take the Bucks, but I'm going to put them down at the bottom at number one. All right. Next up is Starfish and Coffee. I'm going to go with the Cowboys, okay. mainly because I have smart. Ezekiel Elliott on my fantasy football team. <laughs> okay. And, and where do you put them in so your... I need, I need Ezekiel to have a big game. Okay, where are you going to put them? Four through one. Uh, they're, they're number four. They're, they're not very, I'm not very top. confident in the Cowboys. Oh, he's not no. very confident. Well, no, no, the other way around. I want him, I want him at the least, so number one. Okay, okay so you one. got him. I was going to say, so you could yeah, be out of the I have no confidence by... in the Cowboys. I don't think they're going to win this game, but... I need recover. Ezekiel to have a big game, so I'm, I'm rooting for Ezekiel. I was going to say that could be he could be out of the running before we've even had the the first game of the season. He adjusted, totally completely. He, he right. corrected himself. Emily, number two. All right, the next game is the Rams versus the Bears. This is obviously in Los Angeles. First game at SoFi with fans. Rams are a seven and a half point favorite. Travis, what are you going with? This is easy. I think this is the easiest one on the sheet. I think that this is a no-brainer. I think the Rams are going to come out. I think they're going to look great. I think Sean McVay, after months of hinting at the fact that Jared Goff was the problem, wants to prove that Jared Goff is the problem. He's going to turn Matthew Stafford loose. I'm going Rams. I'm going four. I'm going Rams. I'm going three. But I'll give you kind of some of my reasoning. I I don't know if it's going to be – that cut and dry. I, I I think this could still be a game. I, I don't I don't think by halftime we're sitting here saying let's just change the channel. It's twenty four to seven. I don't think it'll be something like that. But I'll give Rams a credit. I'll put it at a three. At halftime, you're listening to me and Kirk because we do the halftime show as well. Starfish and coffee. What do you got? I'm taking the home team. I am taking the L. A. Rams. Um, they could give them seventeen points. I don't care. The, <laughs> the Rams are going to blow out the Bears. This is going to be a complete. Wash. The Rams are going to completely dominate the Bears this weekend. Where do you got them? And they are number two. They number two. two. Okay, just so you understand, if you like that domination, you probably want them a little higher, just making sure we understand the game. I understand. Okay, you got it. L.A. Rams at two. Emily. All right, next game is Ravens versus the Raiders at Las Vegas. Ravens are a four-and-a-half-point favorite. Let's see. Starfish and Coffee, what is your pick? So I'm going with the Raiders. I love the Raiders. I've loved them when they were in L.A. I loved them even when they moved. So I'm all over the Raiders in this one. Give me the home dog. Where? And they're they're number one. They're my number one. You already have number one at Dallas. I don't know if he understands that. that, that Number four. Number four. There you (laughs) go. Las Vegas Raiders at number four. Al, what do you got? Okay, I'm going to go the exact opposite. I don't know if the Raiders have convinced me of anything, especially the way they ended last season. I'm just not sold on the Raiders. I'll take the Ravens even with a four and a point, four and a half point favorite. I'll actually make that my number four. Ooh, Al's got the not feeling the John Gruden era in Las Vegas so far, huh? First, I I, I think the Ravens are going to be a squad as they've been, and on top of that, just no confidence in the Raiders. I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. I'm going to take the Ravens as well. I'm going to take the Ravens at number three, and that brings us to our final game, Emily. Final game: Steelers versus Bills at Buffalo. 
Bills are a six and a half point favorite. Alan, you started off. Least confident in this one. This will be a one for me, and I'll take the Bills. So uh, here's the thing. This is a close enough spread. If, if Bills won by a touchdown, it's not a surprise or a shock. Steelers are always a good franchise. You know they're going to be there. I'll take the home cooking that Buffalo is home. I'll, I'll take Buffalo. All right, Starfish and Coffee, you have your three spot left. Who are you taking? Well, I'm going to lean with the Bills on this one. I think the Bills are going to be um, one of the best teams in the AFC, so I don't think the Steelers have much of a chance. I think that the Bills – would be my number three pick. There you go. Thank you for that. So I'm going to take the opposite. I like that both of you guys went there. I think Buffalo's really good too. I don't like six and a half. I think that's too much. I think that the Steelers are kind of in a make-or-break year as far as where they were last year. It kind of fell apart at the end of the season. I think Mike Tomlin's one of the best coaches in the league. Give me Pittsburgh and give me two. You know what's so great about this? freaking got football tonight it's so good that we're actually doing this and we're listening to the music and we're making our picks and uh, Funches and I just did our fantasy league on Tuesday even though he had to stop and get interrupted and is in the middle of his fantasy this is what makes this time of the year great all right starfish so you are kind of batting lead off for the listeners you feel pretty good about this I feel good. I'm confident. I like my picks. All right. Maybe we'll check in with you on Monday and see how you did. Appreciate you weighing in the first time, and we will make sure that you are in the loop come Monday. I'm more confident right now about Starfish than I am with myself. You like it? You could. You could have. No, no, done no. I'm good. Picks. I'm good. I you actually, can't change them now. No, I'm not. I'm not changing anything. But this is this is great. Like I said, just the fact that we get a chance to do this all of a sudden. You know, this time of the year, everyone wants to invite me into these picks and everything because they know it's easy money. Uh, it's a good time of the year, and I also lose a lot of my money. <laughs> Travis Lee is brought to you by Goodyear, with you for every mile on the road to greatness. Goodyear, more driven. So, speaking of the Rams, Al, MVP. Does Matthew Stafford have to be in the MVP mix for the Rams to make a run at where they want to go? That's the question, right? I I think that's such a that's such a strong word to say. And I, I think MVP, you're thinking just a couple quarterbacks that really come to mind. But I think that's a great conversation. We can do that coming up next. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Now. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. That's the Kuzma spot. 
and the rest. See, Gilligan's Island later went Professor Anne, Mary Anne. But at the very that beginning, confidence on the it was caller. Anne, I kind of felt for the caller a little bit. If I asked you this, Al, what's yeah. your middle name? And I mm-hmm. said, it's Dave. Is it Dave? Give it. I'd, I'd throw a couple question marks in there. <laughs> okay, yeah. If, if you said no, Alan. You're, you'd be like, Trav. It's not. It's, well, that's how confident you were. <laughs> right. That's... I knew. I knew the answer to the question. So, with all due respect to the listeners, yeah. I like that they're trying to keep me honest, but let's just make sure that you're actually accurate along the way. You know what sucks? The Dodger offense, according to Max Muncie. Check this out. We have the talent, and we're just not putting it together, and we haven't really been able to do it all year. And, you know, I think if you ask anyone on this team, they'll tell you, you know, we've we've really sucked on the offensive side. So, with that in mind, yeah. Dodgers are playing the Cardinals right now. Uh, they got a runner on at first base with two outs in the seventh inning. But Pujols tra- actually on just walked. They're mm-hmm. trailing the Cards two to one. Mookie Betts, Trey Turner. All of these guys that are all-stars and MVPs, and Mookie just grounded out, so they're going Seventh inning the, is done. They're going through seven innings. They've scored mm-hmm. one run. Through eight innings last night, they'd only scored two. They got two more in the in the ninth, but that offense is nowhere right now. It's interesting. That was coming from yesterday. That was yesterday's yeah. sound. So whatever Max Muncy felt about that yesterday. Now they really suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if it just sucked yesterday, now it really sucks. Okay, I, I will say this, and you know, I know we've hit on Bellinger a ton today, and mm-hmm. there's been a lot of conversation about it. it it's when, when they're scoring this many runs, they're having this many games where we've talked about feast or famine. They'll have games where they put up five, six runs, but then they'll follow that right back with a – one-run game, like today. That's not just on Bellinger, but he's been that bad that you have no choice but to kind of um, target him, I guess you can say. There's other things, too. Runners in scoring position. How you doing with two outs? There's other things that come into play. Not to go Brian Kelly here from the weekend and bring up the word execution and have it get all weird, Mm -hmm. but their execution stinks. Yeah. That they have not been that team that's super sharp. Last year's team that won the World Series, small ball, re- that small ball, but a bunch of home runs too. Mm-hmm. But when you needed to, you manufacture, can still manufacture a run. Yep. I, I go back to, and I wish I could tell you exactly which game it was, but I don't remember. I think it was a World Series game, maybe NLCS. Forgive me for not knowing off the top of my head. Mookie scored on the infield end. He's at third base, and Mookie scores on a ground ball. He just flat out outruns the throw to home. He just He's just faster than the ball, basically. But what it was was an unbelievable secondary lead that once the pitcher had started his motion towards home plate, Mookie jumped off third base by another 10, 11 feet, and he was safe by about six inches. That's the little stuff. Those are those little things, secondary leads, running the bases correctly. If you're going to make an out, make an out to the correct side of the field. Sure, right? If there's a sure. runner at second base and nobody out, you got him to third. Then right. Make sure the out's mm-hmm. to the right side of the field. Right, Little things like that that they were really good at in the last few seasons that they're not particularly good at right now. Now, the talent is the ultimate trump. They're down a run. They've got one run through seven. Eight. Dodgers could have six runs by they the could. end of this game because mm-hmm. they just are that explosive offensive. Maybe not today with the lineup that they rolled out there, but they're going to at well, some point. Taylor, Taylor's in now. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're doing it on purpose mm-hmm. now. Hey, Trav, look, Chris Funny Taylor's Chris Taylor. I, I, I get it. Why, why? It's almost like Boot Mookie when they gave him a day off. <laughs> and then played him for half the game? Or last night when Justin Turner had a night off? Yeah. At, the day after hitting two home runs. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, you hit two home runs yesterday? Yeah, Skip. What night How about did, a day off for what you? What night did Will Smith go four for four? Mm, the first game. Or, no, it's the second game. It was second, second game. game. It series. was Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah, he's out today. Uh, but Cody's in. Rest, rest easy, Cody. Gotta get in. his reps. Steven Souza, who spent half the year in the minor leagues, is, is in. Billy McKinney, who's been on three teams this year, he's gotta, in. 
it is just something else. I just don't understand some of the things that happened. I still think that the Dodgers are the favorites to win. This is what's so crazy. Yeah. I still believe they're the team to win. We started the series. Listen, we started the show talking about from a division perspective, right? If the Dodgers find themselves in a wild card game and that ends up being the case, yes, anybody can win all that stuff, they're still set up as well as anybody else. And that's not going to change. You know, starting Monday, Kershaw comes back. Let's see how he does. If he gets a few more starts in, maybe that kind of changes everything from that perspective. Um, but, you know, they've obviously put themselves a week ago. What's today? Thursday? Mm-hmm. A week ago, the Giants were playing the Brewers with a chance to get swept. And then a three-game set against the uh, the Dodgers right after that. Dod- or Giants have played almost flawless baseball in this past week. They lost one game. Mm-hmm. And the Dodgers are looking at, at back-to-back losses in a series that they can't afford back-to-back losses. Mm-hmm. After a series where you couldn't afford to lose two out of three, you and lost they did. on Sunday. With yeah, and, and it just that 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 giant series on the weekend gets bigger the further you get away from. Yeah, it's it. true because you come into it tied, feeling pretty good, right? Even though the Giants won Game Four, like you mentioned, they they went from being a half game back to tied, thinking, "Whew, okay, we're okay." To uh, we won, we got the opener, but then we got Urias the next day, ah, we lost, and now it comes down to that third game. Everything was set up for the Dodgers to win. They lose, and you say, okay, it's only one game. They're only a game behind, but you don't play them again. And now this is happening. And now we could be in here, we could be not in here, black gold tomorrow for the ESPN LA Golf Tournament, but we could be out there tomorrow two and a half back. Three back in the loss column. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's a weird deal. Travis Lee is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Matt Stafford, Fourth best odds to win the MVP in the NFL. Fourth best. Number one, Mahomes. Number two, Aaron Rodgers. Number three, Josh Allen. And then Lamar Jackson and Matthew Stafford tied. are tied for fourth. That surprise of, you? By the way, is that? Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Me too. It, 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 Lamar Jackson, MVP, Has won. recently. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, no conversation MVP, needed. recently. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, MVP, last season. Josh Allen's the one guy that's in there that kind of go, yeah, he's on but a really good team. Baller. Big expectations, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And he's really, really good. Matt Stafford. How, how much of that is it just as simple as this? You got all these weapons. Your coach is Sean McVay. You're playing for the Los Angeles Rams. All of a sudden, you're going to start winning a ton of games. The expectations are high. That has a lot to do with it. You know, it really, at the end of the day with sports, you can talk MVP. What's that team doing? So then you're relevant. Your profile goes up. And this will be really the first time Stafford's on, obviously, part of an organization that has real expectations. Here's the rub, though. And this is the the biggest difference between Matt Stafford and the other guys on that list. If he doesn't play at an MVP level, if he's just that's what okay. he typically is, the the Rams can still go exactly where they want. But to he go. can't be mediocre. No, he can't be mediocre. He can't be average. He has to be. He has to be himself. I don't think Matt Stafford has ever been a mediocre quarterback. He's a good quarterback that was on a bad team. If Lamar Jackson is has just gonna eh, they're not going anywhere. Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Josh Allen eh, yeah, they're, forget it. They're dead. But if the Rams get a performance that is average to better than average. Not average. Don't not, say average. Not, not average league average. I'm talking Matt Stafford average. I'm mm-hmm. saying that if you just took his average season and you give them that, with that decision-making, with that offense, with that coach, with those weapons, that team wins a whole bunch of games. Well, the expectation is very simple. It's not about winning a whole bunch of games. You're right. You know, I think part of the reason why – He's so high on that list as well. Travis, it's not like the Rams have not had success, even with Jared Goff. They had a tremendous amount of success. I mean, the franchise has. 
They have. I mean, just kind of think about it at the end of the day. Now, all of a sudden, you have a quarterback that you think is competent, could, could do the things that Sean McVay says. Those expectations. Are well. you a horse racing fan? No. Okay. I, I don't know a lot about it. I grew it. up in San Diego with the Del Mar race track. I grew up in Arcadia. Literally, you can oh, hear yeah, the right. races from my that's backyard right. at Santa Anita. Literally, playing wiffle ball. I'd go every once in a while, but I, oh, I'm, a not, great day. I'm not one great to day at the track. follow I don't it. know a lot about it, so I was mm-hmm. hoping somebody could help me with the terminology. But you know how sometimes they make the jockeys carry those weights in their vest to even up the field, mm-hmm. right? That they do that to handicap the horse. I feel like that was Jared Goff with the Rams for the last couple of years. Like Sean McVay is like, it, it's your offense is so dynamic and so good, and you're working on a level that's a little different than everybody else. What we're going to do is we're going to make you play with number 16. And for the first couple of races, he's got nice fresh legs. He's out there. I, yeah, give me that 230-pound weight on my shoulders. I'll figure this out. And he almost did. They almost won the Super Bowl. You know, but eventually you get tired dragging around a six foot five, 200-plus-pound guy. You know how I say – that all the pressures on McVeigh mm-hmm. less need because it really is. I mean, this is you know obviously the front office and the head coach. That's where the pressure's on. Even though I I sit back and say I'm so sick of all these articles talking about Jared Goff. I'm so sick of this. I'm so sick of that. And just kind of that that conversation continues. There really isn't too much of me that doesn't think that the Rams, Stafford, and McVeigh will deliver. Like I, I you don't I don't it? have that much doubt. That's that's oh you the point. do buy it. I do buy it. You know what I'm saying? Like, as much as there's been all of this chatter and and really it's been set up like it's it can't fail, I still think it will succeed. Every time it's a oh, this can't miss, it misses. I, I think it's true. There, You're there, right there, about there, that. There are some things that could happen. Andrew Whitworth could go down, which would be a problem, right? You could injuries have, different story. Yeah. yeah, but but that's the great especially in football, right? An injury if, if you saw what that the Rams had the number one defense in football last year. Number one, nobody better. Did that look like the number one defense to you with Aaron Donald playing with Horse? It was just a totally so. Mm-hmm. If a, a certain a little bit of bad luck at, to the wrong guy or two changes everything. So if but that's the point. If the stars are aligned, I I think they will deliver. If those injuries don't happen, coming up next, Lee, you know what we do? It's the dump. Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You want to feel good, Al? Of course, I do too. I, I need I need a, I need a palate cleanser. Okay, I need I need something to rinse the Cody Bellinger taste out of my mouth. I need and like, the rest of the Dodgers lineup. Well, there's still time. They, they've got uh, they've got six outs left to play. Can't right. give we up need, another run here. We need Joe Kelly to get a couple of outs right here. There's one uh, that helps. That's a strikeout right there. So we'll get to that. But I want to start with the dump because there's a very important story that I want to get to. This is going to make you feel good, Al. Okay, ready? Listen up to this. It is 9.46 p.m. Two and two to Harvey Keene. One strike away. Sandy into his windup. Here's the pitch. Swung out and missed the perfect game. 1965. Mm. Sandy Koufax threw a perfect game. You heard it right there. How about Vin Vin? Scully. And tell me that that voice 
Colin, Dodger baseball doesn't make you feel just warm. At, look, look at my arm. I The there's hairs been, are standing up on my arm. It's so good. There's been a couple times already on this show where you're going back and saying, let, let, let's get that Vince Scully call. Oh. Let's get that. And I think anytime you do it, it takes somebody back to – it doesn't have to be 1965. It could be any era any of Dodgers of baseball. Any of it. It could mm-hmm. be Fernando Valenzuela. If you have a sombrero, throw it to the sky. It could be, you know, in the year mm. of the improbable, the impossible has happened. All of them just – make you feel so good by the way sandy koufax pretty good pitcher four no hitters a perfect game right there weirdest part of all no tv coverage they didn't, no, nobody decided to go you know you know what's that. funny only is radio there are times where they're classic laker calls but it's marv albert it's yeah. it's it's a national call and every once in a while you're able to find i remember this robert Ori hitting that three against yeah. the sacramento kings it's always a national call one time, I think we we're doing Lakers talk. We we're able to find the one with Chick Hearn. You know, Chick Hearn would even if he's not doing the TV call, he's going to do the radio call. Sure. Back in those days, changes everything. It really. You know, I, I don't need a national call. I want my guy. This oh, is a perfect example. Hundred percent. All right. So the Los Angeles Clippers, Al, put your fingers in your ears again. They're breaking ground on their new arena on yeah. September seventeenth. So just about a week from right now, uh, they're going to build a new place in Inglewood. They're going to get out of uh, Staples Center and have their own house. Listen. It's big news. It this is. is this is not small news that they're going out to get their own stadium, their own arena, that they will get a chance to build a home that is for the Los Angeles Clippers. You're not third fiddle on that list when they're working on scheduling at AEG and they're saying, okay, Lakers get the top-notch games, then we'll put Kings here. And I know that's it's the leagues that are doing this, but the reality is there's go to a game at Staples Center, the seats are purple. You know, for how long were the seats just literally purple? And Clippers had to go out of their way and <laughs> cover and up the banners. Cover up the banners, and Austin Rivers was up there. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> stupid things like that. They're not going to have to do. And when I say it's a big deal, this is what I mean. Clippers are still going to be the Clippers in the sense that they'll always be second fiddle to the Los Angeles Lakers. But if they're going to stay in Los Angeles, which we've all questioned, why are you doing it? Steve Ballmer understands if there's one thing he's got to do, I got to get out of Staples Center. He's going to do that. It's the difference between renting an apartment and owning a house. That you can it's the Rams a, and the Chargers, right? That if you you rent a apartment, it's your house. You play there, and it's your stuff on the walls, and you know it, it's home. But somebody else owns the building. You need permission to do something before you do yep. it. Where when it's your house, like, I'll do whatever I want. I'll paint the walls purple or whatever you want to be. The Clippers need that. If they're going to create an identity for themselves, they can't be living in mom and dad's and house. you know what? Inglewood's pretty damn interesting here once sure. that stadium is built as well because we already know what SoFi is. All right. So, you know, we talk food on this show. You like Twix? The candy bar? It's not my top choice, but it, it, I like it, Twix. It's got the cookie crunch, Lee. Yeah. <laughs> how, how, great, how great were their ads? When what do you mean were? Are. Are they still running the right and left? Yeah, the right and left Twix. It's funny. Genius. It's very funny. Now, I'm not a Twix person necessarily. It's okay, not bad. Okay, here's my question. You go to the vending machine right here. Oh, easy. And you go take a look. Yeah. What's your top choice in there? Peanut M&M. It's that or Snickers for me. Snickers is good, too. And Reese's. Reese's, Reese's is good, too. too. But Twix. And Baby Ruth is in there. I'm not a huge milk chocolate guy, so that's kind what of. What about I, Twix peanut butter? Uh, it's okay. I'd get, but see, if I want my peanut butter fix, I'm going to Reese's. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, I'm just going in a different direction if I'm feeling peanut butter. The reason I ask is Twix, let me just for clarity, the yeah. candy bar, Twix, mm-hmm. cookies, caramel, milk chocolate, 
is coming out with a seasoning, which is basically just candy bars put through a food processor, right. turned into dust, and now you can sprinkle it on. Are you ready to take your 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 no, 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 chicken no. game no, no, to no. the Twix level? This ain't a question for me because you could put anything on; it's going to make it taste better. It's a question for you. No. no, I know how to cook. Thanks. You won't experiment at all with Twix. Uh, well, look, I might sprinkle it on like a scoop of ice cream. Sure, that sounds fine. Right, a little like a cookie crumble topping. You're that not throwing like- it on a ribeye and some mashed potatoes. Give me that. Uh, give me that. That that uh, perfect New York, nice marbling. Um, but make sure that it's it's crusted in Twix. Melt some Twix. Is on it there. any different from anyone marinating meat with like Dr Pepper or soda or anything? So there's, but see, there's yes, because there's a scientific reason that you marinate in those things that have a lot of sugar or a lot of the effervescence. The that there's there's some things to break down the enzymes. It's not just crushing up a candy bar and rubbing it on your salmon <laughs> hey um i i like that that honey glazed miso salmon you have on the menu is there any way you could throw some twix on that that's basically what we're coming up with at this point tiger woods for the first time ever we got a little news on tiger steve stricker Ryder cup captain said he spoke to tiger he's how about not, that not going to be a part of the Ryder cup uh family he's not going to be the assistant yeah. captain which he's been before but he said that tiger is going to try to play golf again which i think is great news yeah, that's that's more of a shocking one to be honest with you. I mean, we don't get much information on Tiger, and that, that's one of the things that um, let's just say it's it's held very quietly. What happens with Tiger Woods, and to hear that he could potentially make some type of a comeback. Uh, that's a shock to me. I don't know about you, Trav. I, I was not expecting to hear anything like that. I, I wasn't either. I was really pleasantly surprised to hear it because I'm a huge Tiger Woods fan. But one, one of two things is going to happen to Steve Stricker. He was given explicit permission to share that information. Sure. Like Tiger said, Steve, I give you my blessing. Go, go carry forth or, the message. Or he will never, never get that information again. again. Right? That they have a good re- uh, relationship. Or it's Netflix. Every time with Tiger, it's fine right up until, hey, um, you know, that guy did an interview, gone the next day, fired the next day, mm. fired the next week. So we'll see. We'll see whether Steve Stricker By the way, has a reputation. Here's the reality. I'm a, you know, I know you're an avid golf fan. Yeah. I'm as casual of a golf fan as they come it'd be a pretty damn cool story if he makes you know some type of a comeback that's you're already watching so they don't need to target you but they might target myself and everybody else that's not watching he nearly lost his leg i mean if if what i'm that's why it's such a you know like that's why i'm I'm saying who would have thought that's a story that's actually i'll tell you one more before we move on you know what helped a great deal in him deciding that maybe he wants to try to play more Phil Mickelson. Phil Mickelson winning a major it's at true. 51 years old. Probably You're right. So, Tiger's probably thinking, oh, I no, could do he, that. he doesn't get to do that. Mm-hmm. I get to do that. If I'm supposed do, to do right, that. That's my lane. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go do that. All right. Uh, happy birthday to Adam Sandler, who turns 55 years old. Um, you know what I love? Yeah. Adam Sandler movies. You know what I'm not crazy about? Mm-hmm. Adam Sandler being positioned as some sort of really good celebrity basketball player. When did he become <laughs> Steve Smith? <laughs> And Damien Stoudemire, and right. when did he become all of a sudden this uh, this this historical guard that we haven't seen? Like like we're supposed to watch videos and highlights of him at Rucker Park uh, doing unbelievable things. So I have a quick story. Yeah, have you, I will lock his ass up. <laughs> hey, Happy Gilmore, <laughs> check me. Um, did Sliwa just throw an elbow at Sandler? Yes, he did. He's been waiting for this moment. Have you ever had the opportunity, and not? I'm not talking like go yeah. play in the to to do something physical or reasonably athletic with a professional athlete? 
Have you ever done that? With a pro athlete? Yeah. Even a retired one. Um, Because here's why I ask. I, I, I think I know where you're going. I, I've had a couple of different things. I've played golf with PGA Tour, active PGA Tour players. They're, they're on a different plan. I'm a pretty good golfer. It's, mm-hmm. it, it is just night and day. I've also, when we did OC Week a couple of summers ago, Keyshawn was telling me, Trav, I'm a pretty good bowler. I'm like, hey, you're not a good bowler. You, you get it. He goes, no, you don't understand. I got you, an answer Do you, you understand who, I'm, you're, who you're dealing with? Mm-hmm. I'm Keyshawn Johnson. I'm good at all this stuff. He shows up, flip-flops, out of the car, walks in, picks that ball up, right down the middle of the lane, pop, strike. They're different than everyone else. There have been, there've been dudes in playing in different basketball leagues, and these guys were just Division three. One guy that played... One guy that played in Europe, whatever the case is, tear you up. They don't miss a shot. No, they'll tear you up. They don't miss a shot. They will tear you up. So we could need to. T- Adam Sandler, great movie maker, yeah. really funny guy. Let's just leave it right there. ESPN app or on Happy iTunes. Birthday. The full three hours you can catch it. Just uh, search Travis and Sleeba. Bring your sticks tomorrow, Sleeba. Ready to go. Black gold Ready to go. Golf course for the golf tournament tomorrow. The ESPN golf tournament. Cannot wait to do it. We'll see if Mace can beat Ireland. I might join those guys here in a few minutes to talk about that. It's Travis and Slee, seven ten ESPN.